Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? You thought I forgot about you? You thought that, man, Glenn don't even do podcasts no more. He don't even do podcasts no more. Let me tell you something. Yes, I do. It's just, uh, it's just I haven't done one this year. So, uh, happy new year to you. I took a little sabbatical. I took a little break. I don't even know if I'm back or not. You know, I don't know if I'm coming or going. I just know that right now I'm here and right now I'm talking. You know, I hope you're doing well. To whoever's listening to this, I hope that you're doing well. I hope ain't nobody died that uh, listens to my podcast. Um, because that would cut the audience in half. <laughs> but, uh, and that's the only reason that I would be sad that you're dead. So you don't get to, like, you don't get to listen to me anymore. You know, they, I don't know. Maybe if you're dead, you, I don't know, man. The dead folks listen to podcasts. Probably not. You know, all the podcast. I tell you what, man, I've been somber lately. And that's why, you know, I think that laughing and being ridiculous uh, in life is good. But I've just been more serious lately, man. You know, so maybe that's why I haven't. You know, because the Glenn, the whole premise of the Glenn Thanks the podcast is just, just stupid. You know, like the whole it's the biggest waste of time ever to listen to, and maybe to actually do too. But it's kind of therapy. It was it's been kind of therapeutic for me over the last few years because I focus on not life man because life is so heavy you know and so i'll set aside 30 minutes or an hour to podcast and i'll focus on not life you know not the heaviness of life and everything that's going on and i just haven't been in that spot lately like i haven't been in a spot where i'm like where i even want to do that really you know it's odd it's kind of odd man like i'll be listening to bbc news you know, on my way to work in the morning instead of laughing. Like, there's so much tragedy going on in the world. It's just weird, man. It's just weird. Like, the stuff that's going on in Ukraine right now, you know, you come out of a pandemic, you're coming out the other side of it, and you're like, all right, that was weird, you know, and that kind of messed with everybody's head a little bit. And then you see all these images you know, from Ukraine and these people fighting, these kids, you know, are scared. And, you know, images I remember before um, Russia went into Ukraine, I saw an image of these elementary school, like age school children, and they're being shown all these missiles and bombs in school, you know? Uh, you know, imagine your kids having to having to live in a world where that was their reality, you know? And it's just, I don't know, man. Putin kind of looks like, to me, here's the thing about Putin. Man, let me tell you about Putin. Let me tell you how I feel about Putin. Since you asked how I feel about Putin, let me tell you how I feel about Putin. I think that he looks like Kermit the Frog stoned is what he kind of looks like to me. But I think they have some kind of complex. I think he don't look as as bad as he should for his age. You know how some people just look bad for their age. 
You know, some like old men, especially when men get like real old, like they'll be having some skin doing some stuff, you know, sagging some places. You know, the men that'll like have the, the collar on their shirt and not have a button like they're wearing a tie and like the skin and the fat hang over the, hang over the collar. There might be some dandruff or, you know, some weird looking moles going on, you know, you know what them weird looking moles be looking like, but, uh, you know, who was before, who was the, who was during the, um, the Soviet Union? Old Gorbachev, old birthmark guy. The old birthmark guy was, uh, and he was kind of a nut job. So, I mean, I think Putin's just old, but he still has like, I don't know, like he put some, some cucumbers on his eyeballs, you know, when he was sleeping. So he don't look as rough as he should for his age. But we forget, man, this is a crazy old man. He's named after a fart. So that's got to give you a complex, you know? And so instead of just going out and buying a big truck, like the guys do in the West when they have like an insecurity, you know, he's just like, I'm a, I'm a roll into Ukraine. And the man, I mean, he's out of his mind. He's got to be out of his mind. You know? Because I've tried to figure out, I was like, what is this guy even doing, man? What even is he doing, man? You know? That's why I would ask. If they were like, Glenn, we want you to, uh, we listen to your podcast. We think that you can connect to people. We think that you can talk to people good. We want you to go in to talk to Putin. I'd be like, Putin, what even are you doing, man? What even are you doing? And he'd say, flogging, slagging, flogging, do hot mission. I'd be like, man, I don't even know what you're talking about, Putin. Sound like a bunch of gibberish to me, Putin. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a bummer, you know? It's kind of a bummer to watch something like that happen, you know, and play out. And then you have the fear of, like, nuclear war. You know, Glenn, your podcast is so heavy today. That's why I ain't been doing one, man. But, uh, but man, but like my life's been good. My life has been, I have, I have, uh, amidst the seriousness and heaviness of life, I've been really happy, man, with where I'm at and what I'm doing. I'm pouring myself into, um, family and my career and, uh, and I always had jobs in my life. And it, now I have a career. And it's really, it makes me really happy because nothing ever really challenged me, you know, that I did as far as, uh, as far as job wise, you know. And now I have something that does challenge me that I enjoy. And I'm just not used to that, you know. So that's cool. Um, what else? What else can I tell you? Um, oh, I've been looking at used hearses. Let me talk about this for a minute. Let me talk about this to you. Since you, since you asked about this, since you first asked, Glenn, what you think about Ukraine, I'll, I mean, I told you, it's a bummer. Um, and I hope that it ends. I don't know, man. War is just kind of a, it's just weird. It's just weird how grown-ups act. You know, you raise your kids, you raise your kids, you know, don't hit, you know, your brother or your sister, don't, you know, 
But then you have them them parents that are like, don't take no junk and slap them. But I mean, you never want to slap first. So when you see somebody slap first, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know Ukraine. Like, I don't know if they're on the up and up. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the picture that, you know, but when you see somewhere, when you see somebody rolling up into another country and like killing just resi- residents, <laughs> You're just like, hang on, man. Hold up. Hold up, Putin. But anyway, what even was I talking about? Oh, hearses. Like, so I've been looking at used hearses. And what made me think about it is there's this place that, um, where I get Japanese takeout, right? And there's this lady there that, uh, that drives a hearse, right? This young lady that drives a hearse. And she has like a custom, it has like flames on. It's like a custom paint job on this hearse, right? And I mean, when I saw it, I've seen a couple hearses that roll around, um, that roll around uh, my town that aren't, that don't carry people that are deceased, um, that carry people for pleasure. You know, it goes from the, it goes from the, um, the dead person holler to the pleasure wagon or, you know, I just don't know. Or it's like somebody's primary mode of transportation. And I don't know how I feel about, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about somebody that's, that's making my food that drives a hearse. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about that because a hearse has been exposed to a lot of death. You know, and I don't know how I feel about somebody that's driving a vehicle that's had hundreds, if not thousands of dead bodies in it. I don't know if I want her to be handing me my sushi and my spring rolls. You know, I just don't know how I feel about that. You know, I'm not prejudiced. I square a little, square a little Germex on my hands after she hands me my order through the drive up window. You know, because you can't go in there no more. Not because of COVID, but because they don't have workers, I guess. But uh, but this young lady drives a hearse. I was like, man, you know what? You know what I think? I think, because I'm looking for, for a car right now, actually. And I was like, you know, hearses got low miles. You know, you could probably find a hearse with low miles. And you ain't never seen nobody dog out a hearse. You know, you ain't never seen nobody. I ain't never. If you've seen somebody dog out of hers, you've seen something that I ain't never seen. Yeah. Because I ain't even never seen that. And so I started looking and there's like this whole, you, there's like a website that has like a bunch of hearses, man. Like a bunch of hearses. And I found like, man, hearses from like the 50s. I found hearses from the 70s, 80s. I found newer hearses. And man, some of these hearses, <clears throat> excuse me, some of these hearses, I had a frog in my throat. I had a Putin in my throat. Uh, some of these hearses got low miles and you can get them for cheap. You know, this lady even still has the death curtains hanging up. I don't know, man. If I'm going to drive a hearse, if I'm going to drive a hearse, um,. I don't know, man. I'd probably take, you know, them little death curtains with the little tassels. I think I'd take them out of there. That would just be weird, you know? That would just be, ah, take them death curtains out of there. 
But, uh, and even tenant, maybe. Because don't nobody want to be seen up in an empty hearse, you know? I remember when I was little and I'd see a hearse, I'd want to see a casket in the back of it. I, I, I would be disappointed a little bit if there wasn't a casket in the hearse. I don't know why that is. It's just when I was going by, I want some action. You know, I want some excitement. There's a dead guy in there, you know? I don't know if that's right or wrong. I'm just being honest with you. But uh, this lady has the curtains up in it. But so anyway, I thought that I would take those out. So um, so I was looking at it, and I found some real cheap, and I started thinking about it. I was like, man, you know what? That would be, like, weird to take to get worked on. It'd be weird to be pumping gas, you know? You'd feel weird about listening to music real loud in it. I think it would just make you a little bit self-conscious, right? So I've never been the kind of person that really cares about, because I found one for like a few grand and I had like 40 something thousand, but 46,000 miles maybe on it. I've never been the kind of person that really cares about what people think of me. I just really don't. If you don't like me, that's your problem because I try to be a good person, right? So I understand that in life, you're not always like, everybody's not going to be your fan. They're just not like you're, I read something that said you're the villain in somebody's, in somebody's story, right? And that kind of was like, man, you know, that's kind of a bummer. But at the same time, it's not my problem. Because if I'm a villain, like I'm a nice guy, man, I'll try to help people when I can help people. I try to be a good friend and I try to be a good parent. And I've tried to be a good, you know, just a good all around person. Haven't been perfect? No, I haven't been perfect. Yeah, you know? I haven't been perfect. But at the same time, like, you know, if you don't like me, I ain't real worried about it. You know, especially if it's like because I drive a hearse. But then I thought of the stigma that's attached to it. And I was like, you know, some people might not give me a fair shake because I drive a hearse. You know, some people might not give me a, a fair shake that that I want and need in life. Because I oh here comes the old weird old hearse guy, you know, he don't have them death curtains in there, but he's the weird old hearse guy, you know. So I was like, man, dang, maybe in a perfect world I could have a hearse, you know. But in a perfect world, people wouldn't be dead, you know. It would just I don't know. It'd be weird when you took it to like get parts for it, you know. You go to to, to the parts house. And you're like, man, I need, like, brake pads. And they're like, for what? And you're like a 1987, you know, Caprice hearse, long edition. I wonder if they have longer hearses for tall people, you know? What do they do? They fold your legs up. You sit and they put the, they put the tall people in the caskets crisscross applesauce. But, uh... Man, I can't afford that long casket. The big and tall casket. Just crisscross the applesauce. Uncle Benny up in there. But, uh, but yeah, so that happened in my life. So what else happened? Dexter, man. Dexter came back. Dexter, I, I think it was going on. It was going on when I did my last podcast. I talked about it. I was hyped. I mean, I was stoked, man. 
I was stoked. Dexter's finally back. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, just spoiler alert, yeah, because I'm facing a talk about it. That made me, that infuriated me, the way that they ended that, right? The way, why even bring it back if you're just going to kill Dexter? Why even bring it back? That don't even make any sense. Like, you're bringing him back, his fan base was like, that sucked. The last, the way that Dexter ended, boy, you thought that sucked? This new ending where his son Harrison, don't nobody even like Harrison. Harrison wasn't even likable. Oh, well, his mom was killed by train. His father's a serial killer who abandoned him. Well, I mean, tough, tough. Life's tough, Harrison. Harrison was like not even in the least bit likable. He was like a horrible character. And I think, now this is just my theory, but I think that they had they had a, a, a plan for a Harrison spinoff, possibly. Just by the way, some of the HBO executives and people were answering questions, you know? And even Michael C. Hall could play Dexter. You know how Harry used to be the ghost you know, or the figment of Dexter's imagination. And then in the new series, Deb was the figment of Dexter's imagination. And Dexter could be that in a Harrison spinoff. But so many people are just furious about the way that it ended. I don't think that that would be a good idea on Showtime's. Like, I don't think that that would be a good, a good move on their part. Yeah, I wouldn't be interested in watching it. Because, like, just the way... I mean, just, it was just horrible the way it ended. And, you know, all these noble people are like, oh, Dexter, we've reminded that he really is evil and he got what he deserved. Yeah, it all did come to a head, man. But why not just leave it alone? Why bring him back to kill him? Like, that doesn't even make sense. And Batista, you brought Batista in. That whole thing didn't even make sense to me. Why even bring that dude in? If he's not, like, I could understand a standoff with Batista, that would have been an easier pill for me to swallow. Batista comes up to Iron Lake, you know? He gets in a standoff with Dexter. Don't make me do this, Morgan. Do not make me do this, you know? And then he kills Dexter. I could have accepted that. Would I have liked it? No, probably I wouldn't have liked it. No. But Harrison... Man, don't nobody even like you, dog. And you're just, he's messed up too, you know? But I ain't even, I ain't even gonna talk about it because I ain't happy about it. it, it may, I'm, I'm bringing up old feelings. Like, I feel like I'm in therapy right now. I'm talking about something emotionally traumatizing that happened to me. When I just think about that show, it makes me mad the way that they ended. So let's not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about something kind of weird and crazy. So I went to the dentist. I've talked about the dentist before on the podcast, how I don't like the dentist. I don't care for the dentist. I'm just not a fan of other people sticking their hands in my mouth, right? I just don't like that. It's weird. It's weird, man, that you got to go somewhere that your body is like, it's designed to where you got to go and open your mouth and there's a hole in your body and people are just shoving their hands in there doing all the stuff. 
And it's just, it's just an odd experience, man. You know, it just is. And so I'm up in the dentist, right? And this lady, she's nice. You know, she's a hygienist lady. She's, she's cleaning my chompers. And, uh, and she, she had her hands all up in my mouth. And, uh, and I started thinking, I was like, man, like, I wasn't thinking like, I'm going to do this. Right. I just had a thought. You ever have like an intrusive thought or just a random thought? And you're like, that's crazy. I would, something you would never do. You know, everybody has those thoughts where you're like, I totally would never do that. Like when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're like, and you think of something to say and you're just like a little joke to yourself. You're like, I totally would never even say that. But then you think like, but you still think it and it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, it might make you a bad person if you actually do the thing that you think. But I would never do this. But I thought about it. I was thinking, I was just sitting there thinking, trying to entertain myself because I hate. I just hate the dentist. And I said, I wonder if anybody's ever just started, you know, the hygienist or the dentist have their hand up in your mouth. I was like, I wonder if anybody just started ever sucking on the dentist's hand. I think I started thinking about if they bit them, you know, which I know that's probably common. I know that's probably common. Um, because they put them little rubber things. I've had dentists put those little rubber things in my mouth when I'm getting a filling or something. And I think it's because they don't trust me real good, you know, because I hold my mouth pretty wide, you know, and they might be like, well, this is to make sure this is just to help hold your mouth open, Mr. Glenn. And I'll be like, yeah, you just don't trust me. You think that I'm going to bite you. You know, I'm not going to bite nobody. I ain't even going to bite nobody. But so I thought about that and then I was like, I wonder if anybody's just started sucking on the dentist fingers, you know, just sucking them fingers. Because some people's into, like, weird parts of the body. Like, some, there's people's into feet. Like, you, they, there's, I don't understand it, really. You know, people's like, feet. I like feet. And you're like, all right, man. You know, that's cool if you want to like feet. You know, and toes and lint. You know, calluses. The heel. The arch of the foot is my favorite. Like, I just don't understand people's, like, into feet. Maybe they're more into shoes. Maybe they're more into shoes. But there's some weird man I ain't gonna judge you. I mean, if you are into feet, then, I mean, I don't care. Like, it doesn't affect me. It'd be kind of weird, though, because, like, yeah, it would be kind of weird if I was, like, with a girl and she would, like, love my feet. You know, because I think more, it's more men that's into feet. But, you know, there's some women that's into feet. You know, I like big old feet. You know what I like? Is I like when that little toe that's next to the big toe is longer. You know, that does something for somebody somewhere. You know, so it's just kind of weird. People is weird. People in the world, I don't know. There's so much weird people in the world. And you kind of wonder... Like, think about the people that's in defeat, you know? Think about them people. Let's think about them people for a minute. What is it that made them like feet so much? Like, and I'm not trying to be like Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with feet? Like, I'm not even trying to be like that. I'm just saying, what happened in your life? Like, you know, I just love feet so much. I remember my mother taking me to Payless 
when I was a child, you know? And then we walked out of Payless and we're crossing the street and a Mack truck run over my mother and all that was left was her shoes. Ever since then, I've just loved feet. I don't know, man. I don't even know what would happen. What What do you think would happen in somebody's life when they get into one of these weird, where they're just like, you know what? I'm going to be weird. I'm going to be a creep, you know? What makes you a creep? So anyways, like I'm in the dentist. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, I wonder if anybody's just ever hauled off and started sucking on the dentist fingers, right? So I Googled it and I ran it past a couple of my friends. I Googled it and I was like, sure enough, it's a thing. You know, pretty much everything's a thing. And sure enough, that's a thing. One lady, I read a funny tweet and she said that she was having work done. You know, when you're having work done and the, uh, and the dentist will, you know, have the hygienist in there handing him his tools and whatnot or her tools. You know, I'm not trying to get in trouble saying that only dentists are men, you know, just the ones I go to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what even was I saying? Oh, you know, like they you so they'll have a helper in their handing tools to the to the dentist. And uh, and the lady said that the doctor said suck. And he was talking to the lady with the sucker, the thing that sucks the spit out of your mouth. And and the lady said, I thought he was talking to me, so I sucked my dentist's finger. And I'm mortified. Yeah, so it has happened. And that makes me feel good that that happened. Like, I don't know, like, things like that, when I, when I hear stuff like that, it makes me happy. It makes me happy that, uh, that something awkward happened. You know, because people don't like awkward you know, and it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't, she didn't suck this guy's finger on purpose, but it made me happy that she did it by accident. People don't know how to deal with awkward situations. We have these social skills, you know, we have these social skills in life where we can function as long as everything is socially predictable, right? But when those in like when those like not improper when those awkward moments happen in life those unplanned awkward moments in life you don't know how to act sometimes you know you don't you don't we don't get brought up to this is what happens when you fart in a room full of people you know what i mean you don't get that kind of we just don't talk about awkwards you know situations like when you accidentally suck someone's hand you know, what do you do? But it's those, it's, that's the magic in life. Those kind of things are the magic in life. Now, some awkward's bad, especially if you're in the awkward situation. But I mean, it's just something that's like a weird moment that you share with the people around you. And it's over. It's over. You know, it wasn't on purpose. I ain't saying that you should, because I was like, man, if somebody's... <laughs> I asked one of my friends, I said, what is that? If you, if, if somebody did that, if somebody just hauled off and started sucking the dentist finger, is that sexual assault? What is that? And he said, no, but I think it just makes you a creep. And I was like, fair enough. Yeah. But I can see where it would make you a creep, you know? And it would be just weird. It would be awkward and weird, you know? And I don't think that you should ever do that. 
I don't condone, you know, sucking people's fingers that are, that it ain't planned, that it ain't mutual. Like, I ain't gonna suck on your fingers unless you're gonna suck on my fingers. And even if you're somebody that I would suck your fingers, I don't want to suck your fingers because that's just nasty. Yeah, that's just nasty. Don't nobody, don't nobody really need to do that, you know? Just like you probably don't need somebody's feet in your mouth. Think about all the miles them things have walked. Them things have walked a lot of miles and a lot of shoes and a lot of stinky socks. And that just ain't good, you know? It just ain't good for your health, you know? Even if you take your vitamin C after, you shouldn't. You know, if you learn anything, you know, from this podcast, you know, besides... (laughs) besides that you should stop wasting time you know you should learn that uh that it ain't good to do that stuff it just isn't but uh so anyway that uh that's going on what else do i got the baseball lockout i'm bummed about that um yellowstone is really good you should watch that i really got into yellowstone after uh after I finished Dexter, and I'm glad that I did. I enjoy Yellowstone. I really did. It's it's been a good, it's been a good show, man. And I binged through the four seasons that exist, and I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, something else that happened this week that I think that I'll share with you because I know that some of you have been with me for a few years now. Um, because I started the podcast in 2018. And towards the beginning of the podcast, um, a lot, I saw a lot of other podcasters um, set up Patreons and, you know, where you can shoot them some cash for, you know, doing the Lord's work. And I never was the kind of, this is just fun, man. I ain't going to even, I don't do, this is like, well, you know how it is. <laughs> like, I would never ask somebody to pay for this um, just because that ain't why I'm here. But, uh. But I did ask people if they wanted to give money in lieu. Every once in a while, I'll say in lieu of a Patreon or in lieu, like, get behind this, you know, charity or this cause. Or I think that you should give money to this. You know, it would be cool. Um, There was a little girl named Lily Douglas, right? And toward the beginning, I think in 2018-ish, 19, um, I read an article about this girl and... uh, or I saw I saw something about it on Twitter or something. Um, this little girl that had cancer, right, and was really she was just an inspiring, radiant young lady. And um, you know, anytime you see anything about a kid suffering with cancer, you know, especially it's just heartbreaking. It just it, it's, especially if you're a parent. I'm not saying like if you ain't a parent, you don't even care. But what I'm saying is, like, a parent's heart feels that, you know? And so when I saw and read about her, the more that I read, the more I was like, man, you know, I, I this is something that I support. I ask you to support, too, um, if you listen to the podcast back then. And, you know, a night or two ago, I just had, like, a weird feeling. It's something that I did years ago. Um and I would think about her maybe once a year, once every six months, and I would Google her to see. I think she lived in Scotland, maybe, um, or England. She w- it was overseas, 
and she was a dancer um and she loved to dance and she had this rare kind of cancer and they would raise money for her treatments and stuff and uh i just a couple nights ago i was like i just got this weird i got like a it's kind of like a heavy feeling and I was like, man, I must see what's going on with Lily, right? So I looked up, I Googled her, and she had passed away, like, near the end of January. Kind of said, like, a celebration of her life. And uh, she was 14. Um, so I guess, what, 2018-ish? I mean, I guess she was 10 or 11, you know, when I, when I started the podcast and, you know, told you about Lily. I just thought that I'd share that with y'all. You know, um, because that kind of, I mean, that took me back a few years and it just, I mean, it's sad, but, you know, it's something that if you gave to her, you know, it wasn't in vain because, um, you know, the treatment that she did get prolonged her life, you know, to where she got to do more and live longer, you know, and we never know, you never know with life, man. Life is like a, it's just weird how we all treat it when it's so delicate, you know, when life is such a delicate thing and an unpredictable thing, it's funny how we all go through life. Like we're immortal almost, you know, because it was like, would I spend every day the way that I spend every day? If I really believe that life was really, you know, fragile Yes, probably not. I probably would live life a lot differently if I really took that to heart. Not just, you know, because if you say it, like I'm saying it, I believe it. But I guess I don't really take that to heart, right? And I think that Lily, from everything that, like, I never met this person. I don't know this person. But, I mean, she was inspiring. She touched my life. You know, she touched my life because Lily probably because she she had this sickness for years, you know, and she did more living in her 14 years than a lot of us have done in our lifetime. And, you know, I just think that she's a that she was a, a beautiful young lady um, she inspired a lot of people and, you know, her, 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 I'm sure that her memory will live on, you know? So, I mean, I dedicate this, uh, this episode to Lily Douglas and, uh, I don't know, man, life's crazy. I don't know when I'll be back. I don't know when I'll do another podcast. Um, it's been, it's been cool hanging out though. You know, I kind of do, I mean, I do miss podcasting, but I'm just like, uh, at the end of the week, I'm just like, man, man, this girl, I'm tired, <laughs> but, uh, life is good, man. Life is good. No matter what's going on in, in the world, in your life, I hope that you're doing good. You know, it's sometimes life is tough. Sometimes life hands you lemons, you know? But it's up to you what to uh, what to do with them, you know, because for a lot of years, I kind of was like, I kind of felt like I was going through the motions. I really did for a long time. I'm like, man, especially when you're trying to do like you try so hard 
you know, to, to do the right thing. And it's just like a nonstop. It's like you're on a hamster wheel. It almost feels like, and you're just spinning out and you're just like, why? What's not like, what's the point? I'm going to end it. Not like that at all. I'm not, but it was like, man, when's something going to give, you know, when am I going to get my break? You know, and, but you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. You get up every morning, you know, and you get after it. Like, I'm a morning person. In the morning, I'll get up and get after it. I'm good. Like, emotionally, mentally, I'm sharp in the morning. I love the mornings, you know. And I usually, in the first, probably, I would say the first hour, at least hour a day, I don't talk to anybody. I don't really see much of anybody. So, it's just me, right? So, I get my head right. And, you know, that's like my my little reflection time, you know, and, uh, and you just gotta, I mean, sometimes you just gotta grab life and get after it. You know, I've had this lately, you know, since where, where I've been at, it's been a difference. I've, I've felt like myself transition into a different mentality where I'm just hungry. Like I'm just hungry. Like not for, not like physically, like I want some crackers and microwave popcorn uh it's been more like i'm hungry for more like i'm hungry for what's in front of me i want to accomplish as much as i can and do the best that i can and that's why i've kind of been at and that's like a that is like a passion that's in me that i don't know it, it hasn't always been there so i've enjoyed where i'm at in life and what, and what I'm doing. And I don't know. It's sometimes you get tired and sometimes you get like, man, I can't even do a podcast. But, uh, but like today I was just like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and do one of these things. So I'm glad that I'm uh, Thanks for hanging out with me. I do appreciate you guys. I do, uh, I do miss talking to you guys, but, but, uh, I'm doing all right. And you can always hit me up on, uh, on Twitter, and uh and check me out um there i really i'm really not that active um i did reconnect with uh with one of my buddies tony um who had a podcast called conversations with god right and uh it's comedy and he hit me up he reconnected with me and he has a new another podcast called god chat um, so if you're into that kind of stuff, um, irreverent type comedy, you should check it out. If you get all offended and get all, oh, I, oh my, it ain't for you, but that's my boy, Tony. I'm shout out. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know when I'll talk to you next, but, uh, I hope all you guys take care, uh, stay safe and don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm.